0: Very important, someone said, I need to have introduction music. For you, Mark. A little, little bit of Pokemon going on there, yeah, Just letting it kind of slide on into it, because this is the next episode where I am running solo this week, and if you're watching on the spotify or the youtube because i don't know where you are welcome to feathers and friends where my name is jared and this week we just got a whole bunch of grab bag uh, i just had myself a mini taco and uh, a bagel with some creme cheese and i am diving headfirst into uh into the podcast here where i found i found some funny stuff this week i found some uh great stuff here and uh I want to put a smile on everybody's face here today. Uh, cuz we're going to we're going to learn some Portuguese, some English and some German. Portuguese. Words. English. Deutsch. Borboleta. Butterfly. Schmetterling. Hospital? Hospital. Krankenhaus. Ambulance. Ambulance. Krankenwagen. <laughs> Ciência. Science. Naturwissenschaft. <laughs> Sex. Sex. Geschlechtsverkehr. <laughs> potato <laughs> Airplane. <laughs> the Germans are fucking great the Germans are great I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving um my Thanksgiving was okay ish uh, anxiety kicked my ass it really did uh, but I got to at least see my family got sick uh, after after hanging out with the family because one one thing I've noticed about uh, the pan- pandemic is like you know you don't get that funny anymore. You don't you get you don't get to enjoy yourself anymore. And uh, apparently getting around people just like kills you. But it was it was good to see family. I, I giggled. I laughed. And uh, we're gonna start this podcast off on that positive giggly note. Because um, one thing one thing I will say is that like it just laughing is 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 good for you. It helps get stuff out of your system. It allows you to kind of. Feel uh, a bit healthier, a bit lighter. It's like really good for your morale as well, too. So there are many, many positive benefits about giggling. And uh, I hope that you didn't ruin Thanksgiving uh, like our first person did, because like I said, I've i found some interesting things this week. And I guess this week I just kind of want to share with you guys all like just some of the funny things I've found uh, just throughout the week. Because like there's there's some great funny things. That I've I've kind of dived into this week, and I, I I think it's great. I just I think it's great, and, and because Thanksgiving is so new to us, and uh, I mean we just basically talked about a bunch of sex this last weekend. Uh, with with uh, um, be able to speak words here, ruin uh, with ruin. There we go. I can say fuck. It's, it's, words are hard, so hard sometimes. Where well, we talked about a bunch of erotica and sex and stuff with ruin. Uh, Willow, I wanted to maybe go a little bit lighthearted here and, and, and kind of uh, create some giggles and some, some funniness and, and just kind of dive right into it here. And, yes, I, I keep looking at my second monitor, make sure I'm doing okay, and I got to remember that the, the camera is right here. So, I know we all probably had some great Thanksgivings, but uh, Captain Spock here wanted to explain to explain to us how she ruined her Thanksgiving. Um, and so in the spirit of the holidays, let's go ahead and, and crash uh, crash holiday here. So I, a 30 female, met my boyfriend, who is 30-year-old male, uh, three years ago. Before, he, uh, before me, he was together with his high school sweetheart. They fell out of love and broke up. A year later, they started dating. His mom, however, was still heartbroken about it, and I was very understanding and thought she just needed time to get over me. The ex basically grew up with them, and they saw her as a part of the family. For the first year of my relationship, his mom would call me my, his ex's name. Until my boyfriend got angry once and told her to be nice. She laughed it off and said it was just out of habit. After that, she started calling me the wrong name, Janet instead of Jenny. Fictional names just for the story. I corrected her for a couple times, but it seemed to, uh, but she seemed to like hurting me, so I just started ignoring it. My boyfriend has two sisters, and a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, we were invited to a barbecue at the older sister's house. I was in the kitchen with my boyfriend's mom, the sister, and one of their husbands. The older sister then talked about how... My boyfriend had uh, praised my cooking, and to her husband, and my mom was listening, Uh, and oh, the mom was listening. She then said, "Sorry, I've been—it's been a day. I'm playing pretend supervisor this week. Hopefully, for not just pretend for a while. So, a lot of typing, a little talking, a little reading." Um, so the older sister then talked uh, about my how my boyfriend praised my cooking to her husband, and the mom was listening. She then said it out loud. Sure, why don't we let Janet? Make the turkey this year. Remember, her name is Jenny, not Janet. Uh, The sisters giggled and looked at each other, and I said, that's a great idea. I didn't tell my boyfriend what happened. So on Thanksgiving, we went to his mom's house with the usual wine and dessert. Mom was shocked. Uh, I, uh, uh, mom was, oh, let's see here. On Thanksgiving, we went to his mom's house with the usual wine and desserts. She was shocked. I, everybody was shocked. I said, what? I thought Janet was bringing the turkey. There was yelling, crying, and then we got kicked out. My boyfriend is so angry with me, he hasn't talked to me since. I think it's over, to be honest. Uh, But I still don't think I did wrong. Uh, The judgment came of it was not the asshole, but there's an update here. Uh, Hi, everyone. I don't know how to start this, but I want to say, wow, I did not expect this amount of support. Thank you for claiming I'm not the asshole. Uh, there's a subreddit on Reddit where you can ask, am I the asshole where you tell your story and then, uh, basically people weigh in. And then I think after like a couple of days, like there's an announcement where they're like, oh yeah, 65% of people said you're not the asshole. Uh, so Thanksgiving is, um, so I don't know how to start, uh, but I want to say, wow, I didn't expect the sport. Thank you for, uh, the, not the asshole. I will answer some questions before the update. If you're not interested, skip to the last paragraph. Uh, so Thanksgiving is usually held at my mother-in-law's or the oldest daughter's, who is a 32-year-old female, because they have big dining rooms. It's usually the same people bringing the same dishes as it has been for years. The mother is in charge. Okay, this is this is ridiculous. I'm gonna try to adjust this because this keeps. No, is it just is it just that it's not strong enough? I gotta find like a thing to hold the arm up because otherwise I hit it all the time like a douchebag. Um. Okay. So let's see here. It's usually the same people bring the same dishes as it has been for years. Mother-in-law's in charge of the turkey, my boyfriend, the dessert, et cetera. I don't know if they all call each other to check up. I have been to one before with my boyfriend, and we brought the dessert. So my mother-in-law and I have no direct contact. If you see my text conversation with her, it looks like I'm that creep that slides into the DM every now and then with a hi. Except I send congratulations on birthdays, Christmas, Easter greetings, etc. She never talked to me or about me or even with my boyfriend. And even if I was in the same room as her, she, um, as her, she would talk about me in a third in the in the aspect of a third person. At the barbecue, her main issue was that the sister-in-law and her husband were discussing, discussing my cooking in a positive way, saying that they want me to invite them to dinner sometime. My mother-in-law got triggered, and that's uh, and that started what went down. So even if it did sound even if it sounded weird for many here, it wasn't really if you knew her. Uh, at Thanksgiving, only one, only the one knows about the Janet. At Thanksgiving, only the ones knowing about Janet understood what was going on. The sister-in-law, father-in-law, etc. The rest were just confused and horrified. My boyfriend was very confused and angry with his mom for wanting to kick me out, and told me he was leaving too. I live five minute. I live five minutes from, oh, five minute drive from your mother-in-law, dude. I'd love to live like five five minutes away from my parents. That was all the time I had to explain. He got really pissed, so he dropped me off and drove away. I have no idea what he did afterwards, nor how the rest of the family celebrated. I ordered in and watched The Wheel of Time. Uh, I texted him apologizing both the same night and the next day and tried calling him over the weekend without any success. Uh, Update. Yesterday, I was was at a party that both my boyfriend and I had planned to go to pre-war. He showed up, he hugged and kissed me, and we spent the evening together. He asked me if we could go to my place afterwards talk, and I agreed. He told me that he wasn't mad about what I did, but the fact that I didn't tell him and that he looked like an idiot because of it. I apologize again. I told them that I don't think, and then they had sex. Uh, the update: they're they're engaged. But I think that is like the best fucking way to get back at somebody who's a douchebag like that. Is it's like it's like there there's a whole bunch of extra information that's going on here. Um, but yeah, like it, it's kind of funny because like you, you're oh, you're like oh, I don't I don't know how to put this. Like if I'm like yo, my name is Jared. Right. It's, it's not Jacob. It's not Jeffrey. It's not Joffrey. It's Jared. You know, just like the jewelry shop, just like something else. But like and you're like, oh, yeah, Jeffrey can bring the pie. I'll be like, great. Jeffrey's going to bring the pie. Everybody's there. And, and what I like, what I do, I tell my girlfriend and be like, hey, honey, you, you know, uh, your, your parents keep calling me Jeffrey. And I want to play a prank on them because I want to show them that my name is Jared. It's not Jeffrey. Uh, we've been together for. Yeah, we've been together actually seven plus months now. Um, and I want to prove to him that like, Hey, my name is Jared. What, what better way to say, say it. Then it's like, Oh, you said Jeffrey should bring the pie. My name is Jared. I am Jared. Oh, well, you know what we meant? No, I don't know what you meant. Cause I've corrected you freaking for months. I one not like as the boyfriend, I would feel stupid because it looks like I have egg on my face, which is pretty hilarious. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you, you got what you deserved. You really did get what you deserved. And I mean, as the boyfriend, I wouldn't be too, I wouldn't be mad at all, like at all, 100%. I'd just be like, you could have told me beforehand. So I would have brought, you know, pie, uh, a turkey as a backup and just let everybody panic and lose their shit. And then I would have told the rest, I would have like talked in front of the family and been like, my girlfriend's name is Jenny. Mom constantly refers to her as Janet, does not respect her. So we didn't, she said Janet was bringing the turkey. My girlfriend's name is Jenny. It's not Janet. Um, so I think that is absolutely fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, I, I don't think that you're the asshole. I think you're a genius and I would like to hire you as our marketing director. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So if you want to hear something funny, um, so because, uh, for, for my Thanksgiving, I, I actually ended up having a cupcake before I went to Thanksgiving. It was great. It was hilarious. But, uh, uh, and then I, I went to Thanksgiving, I hung out for a bit, uh, my anxiety kicked in and then I had to head, I had to just head home. I was just like, okay, I'm done. So one of the, one of the things that I actually kind of, uh, enjoyed, uh, for Thanksgiving is, is a good, a good, nice, uh, panic attack. Uh, as I was, uh, sitting at the house, as we got closer to dinner, it was weird too. Cause like, so I know I told you guys like a, a long time ago that like I had some stomach issues. Like I've actually finally been able to like eat in front of Sarah, my girlfriend. Like I've finally been able to like eat in front of her. And like I've had like full-blown meals where I've eaten in front of her. And it's been nice. It's been great. It's been awesome because like I feel fine. I feel great. Everything's fine like that. But then like with with her, like I don't know what's I don't know what's different about eating in front of her versus like eating in front of the family. Um, I think it's just the fact that we're packed into a little bit of a smaller house. Uh there's like twenty of us there. And uh yeah, yeah. The the only the only complaint I have is that my I love my like I love you dad. I really do, but like you gotta show up on time. Like, everybody showed up at about like one o'clock. Like, you know, they're like, Alright, we're having dinner at like four o'clock, right? He shows up at like 350 right like to, to eat and stuff and then like they, they disappear like I, I don't know how long after but like it's it's super annoying to like show up to events it's it's just it's super annoying to just show up to an event and then just be there for like three or four hours and then it's it, like i was there from about i was there from about like one 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 thirty till about four o'clock Whereas, like, all right, my anxiety is sky high. We're about to serve dinner. I just, I gotta get the, I just gotta get the fuck out. It's, it's just my heart was palpitating. I was actually beginning to sweat. I had a good cry on the way home, and then, uh, and then I came out here and I was able to sit down. I was able to relax and I was, I was, I was good to go. I, I just, I think uh, it was just one of those things where, like, I gotta slowly, like, you gotta reintroduce it back. Like, if somebody's deathly afraid of horses, like one of my coworkers, um, you don't want to just be like, here's a saddle, here's your rodeo gear. Go ahead and get on a buck and bronco. No, like you you, you slowly introduce them. like, oh, look, the ho- the horses out in the pasture, they're, they're eating hay, they're distracted. You know, watch them with the binoculars. You get closer. You get to understand they're great animals. You, you realize that they're friendly animals. Then maybe you get on the back of, you know, your best horse that like is, is like happy to give love. He's like, hey, man, how are you? That gives loves and cuddles. And, you know, he's like, hey, get on my back. Let's go for a ride. And then you get to ride Diablo, you know. Then you go meet Diablo, that asshole, her suit, like who kicks at you just because he's like, you're wearing green today, motherfucker. You're not supposed to. So like, you know, like it's it's got to be a nice slow introduction. And I think with uh, with Sarah, because she referringly, uh, she lovingly refers to me as her vampire boyfriend, um, you know that that basically because I never eat in front of her or whatever. So I I, I think it's I think it's gonna be great. I, I think I'm gonna slowly be able to. Boop, 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 and 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 get up there. Like I'm, like you guys are watching the video of it. The boop, boop, boop. You know, go step by step. I, I'm thinking that uh, I I maybe have lunch or dinner with my mom, my stepdad, and and my my girlfriend. Slowly ratcheted up to maybe where at least I could do Christmas with my parents or something goofy like that. So, yeah, that that was my Thanksgiving. It, it was a fun adventure. I came home. I I watched murder mystery documentaries. I was able to calm down. I ended up having two tacos for dinner. Uh, I know that's very. Uh, I, I mean, uh, it, it it was vegan chicken that I had with my tacos. I it was at least vegan chicken that I had with my tacos, so it wasn't um, it wasn't a complete loss. And then yeah, this uh, by the time you listen to this, my week uh, my my week will be up. Uh, I, so like I had a lot of positives to look forward to, but yeah. Uh, I'm playing, uh, this week will be up. I am, I'm playing pretend supervisor is what I'm doing right now. Um, I, I have a, I have a feeling that this is what they're doing. So I was in a zoom meeting with my boss the other day, last week, Wednesday, where I was like, Hey, I'm off today, but I might have jury duty. Um, and so that was that, whoops, I might have jury duty. What? Cause I work from home. I'm like, what address do I use? Cause like, we've got like five different addresses. He's like, Oh, I use the one closest to you. I was like, okay. So I threw that in address in there. He's like, Oh, well I got you. How'd you like to be a supervisor for a week next week? I was like, uh, f- yeah, I, I, f- I fucking love to. And then Monday, Monday at about 1130 in the morning, um, my HR puts out a, a email. It's like, Hey, we got a great position opening up here. Uh, and I'm like, I'm being tried as a supervisor. Wow, my, my boss is, is short-staffed this week. He's short-staffed. They're asking me if I want to try out to be a supervisor. The request goes in the day that I start it. I'm supposed to be a supervisor for a week, and I'm assuming by the end of the week they're going to have interviews like Monday or Tuesday or something like that, and then because they're hiring internally, I would probably get spun up and start relatively quickly. Is this a trial run to see how good I am? Like... Are they like, Jared is our pick for the supervisor. We got to see if he applies, and we're going to give him a trial run to see if he likes it. And I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, I want it. I want this. Like, I told I told my boss, I, like, I told my boss, and I told my boss's boss. I'm like, I'm coming for your job. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm starting at the bottom, and I'm coming for you. And, like, that's, like, three positions away. But, like, I want to take your I was like, I was, uh, we'll call him Mike. I'm like, Mike. I'm coming for your job. And he just kind of giggled and and we looked at my other supervisor and I was like, he thinks I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm gunning for both of your jobs. Like I want to take over for you guys either before you leave or when you move up, like there is no if, ands or buts. Like that's my, I'm, I'm gunning for supervisor. That's what I want to do. And then I'm just going to chill and relax and supervisor. until you're like, Hey, do you want to run the outbound sales team? Yeah, I'll do that. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel. Um, and by the time you listen to this on Saturday, because uh, I'm back down to having nothing in, in the tank, uh, this is this is being filmed on Tuesday the 29th. Uh, I, I am uh, very much 100% basically... Uh, I, I'm basically in the position to where I think I'm, I'm being tested to make sure that, yes, I am a good fit, and I was basically given the reins today. And from what I've been noticing... Um, my, my immediate supervisor has been very hands-off. I've been doing good. People keep asking if I'm the new person, uh, and they keep telling me, they're like, well, you're a perfect fucking fit. And I'm like, okay. So one has to believe I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, you know? So, so one has to believe that things are positive. But, uh, but when I want to talk about something that doesn't go so hot here. Um, so there's this, there's this, there's this video that keeps making it, its rounds every so often. Uh, this one is on the facepalm community, called the world's worst first date. And it's between these two, these two people here, and it's uh, two. Um, well, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and listen in here. It's between a guy and a gal. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, okay. How old are you? I'm 19. Oh, you're 19. Oh, okay. You look older. Like more, more mature, not, not as in like you, you, know. um, yeah. you can 100% feel the face that she's making there oh my god oh my god it is it is glorious she's like the f- like and and to 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 his credit now to his credit the the gal that we're looking at they're, they're both of Asian descent it's just fact Um, he's got a very nice Ronin style man bun going on. Uh, she is wearing quite a bit of makeup. Like I'm not going to lie. She's wearing quite a bit of makeup. Uh, she's got a a nice V neck on, uh, with the choker around her neck. She's got fate. Her hair is faded. Uh, it's black to blonde. Uh, so it looks like, you know, maybe a style choice or it's, it's grown out like six inches since the last time she, she dyed it. But like when I'm when I first looked at this and she's like, I'm 19, I'm like, no you're not you're like 21 23 like you look older um you know and and I think that's and I think it's because of the makeup you know um so yeah like I don't blame him one bit but let's let's continue to to let's continue the the yeah the school that I went to was Mm -hmm. all girls and it was just not my thing oh really yeah like too many bitches She, she she put her hand over her face there um but like honestly, like it, if you're gonna ask, like, hey, I, I go, I go, I'm going, I, I go to all, like, you know, I went to an all-girls school and it just it wasn't my thing. Were you not lesbian? Was the, the school curriculum like garbage, or or were the rest of the girls as bitches? <laughs> like, like the, there's 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 two there's two possible outcomes. There's three possible. There's probably like a whole bunch of possible outcomes, but like. If you're forced to go to the school and every person at the school was a girl and you didn't like the curriculum, you didn't like the teachers, you didn't like this, you're like, well, yeah, like, that's, I don't like that girl. Whoa, she's, oh, she's a bitch. That's, that's, that's the common go-to. That's the common go-to. And then she covers your face. It's like, oh, hee. It's like, yeah, yeah. This, this next one is great, though. This, this next part is, is great. You get the whole, like, package. Huh? What did you say? No, no, like, you... You meant to pick, like... Oh, I thought you said that was the whole package. Oh, Uh, yeah, totally. But, you know, let's (laughs) talk about food first. Okay. So, can you act? Yeah. All right. Act like a really arrogant, cocky Uh guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just rated two girls last night. Oh, okay. (laughs) Kind of vibe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh, hi. Hi. Um I love tits to my face. Uh. <laughs> See, that's a cute smile there though. That's a really cute smile that she's got going on there. That's a really really cute smile. Um she looked like she that was that was kind of cute. There, there's like there's like an extra minute of it there. But one thing that I wanted to point out there was I don't think it was a bad date. I don't think it's that first part. That first part was a little cringe, cringeworthy and doozy. But when he's like, oh, you're meant to whole, pick a whole package here, you know, but she just heard the whole package because she was reading the menu there. And I, I like how he's like, like, hey, like, let's talk about food first. Let's not just go into your the whole package. Because if this is your first date, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I love you. You're great. You're the whole package. You're, you're the tits. You're the ass, the face. No, 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 no. You, you start off. That's internal monologue where you're like, fuck, ah, she's hot. That's what you do internally. But on the outside, you're like, yeah, I enjoyed seeing you. I had fun on the first date. But, yeah, like I like how he's like, let's just stick to the food here. And I, I love that they're at, like, a really fine dining restaurant. And he's in, like, a baseball t-shirt. Like, he's in a softball three-quarters shirt. And she's got like a, a like what looks like a not I don't want to call a sport coat, but like the female version of a sport coat. Uh, she's wearing like a, a fairly fancy shirt, and their waiter is actually coming up to them uh, with I, I think it's a. I hear you guys want yep. a shot. A uh, Shot. Thank you. What is What is going to happen ready? here? Yeah, I'll one second. Yeah, let's go. Is it a champagne shot or something? Oh, he sipped oh, it. Way better felt the lemon. Is it? It's amazing. Oh, that is- oh. Wait d- Did you enjoy that? Do you wanna finish mine? Okay. There you go. She's nineteen, they're Aussie, and he's not begging to the shots. I'd I'd say that's a positive. I I'd say that's like like drinking drinking in today's age in society is like it's like mandatory fucking it's almost kind of like a mandatory thing nowadays that like drinking is so widely accepted and it's one of those vices that is just so widely just like oh, let's get fucked up um oh there's there's a there was a news article on on my funny website that talked about how like this French guy uh, basically was fired for being just a grumpy grouchy person because like their his work was like, oh, we're a, we're a fun, fast-paced environment or whatever. And he's like, no, I. he rose to the rank of, like, supervisor. And then they, like, they would go out drinking. They would go out and, and like, sleep with hookers and stuff like that. Or, like, he would be like, oh, go sleep with so-and-so in, in her bed and stuff like that. Like, he was basically, they, they were basically all about getting drunk, getting tanked, Uh, debauchery, sleeping around with each other in the work environment and and basically being what I would consider a total fucking douchebag and loser. And they hired him because of that. And like, I I hate that alcohol is such a socially acceptable drug. Like, in all honesty, like it's 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 worse than marijuana in my eyes, because marijuana just I mean, depending upon your level of use and stuff like that out there, you basically just kind of chillax out. You know, unless you're like me, who gets super panicky about the dumbest shit ever. But, like, alcohol makes you do some of the dumbest fucking things out there. And it's it's just absolutely ridiculous what they kind of do. And I just, I never, I never understood why people think drinking is, like, socially acceptable. Especially when you go out and, like, it's your job to, like, see how drunk you can get. Like, don't get me wrong. A blunt here or there to get high like what, like a couple of my friends do, you know, taking a couple, a couple of mushroom caps, but, and, and I know you're going to love this buddy uh, and you know who you are, who's listening. Um, Marky Mark, not to call names out there, but Marky Mark, uh, like there's a limit, there's a limit where Jared is tolerant of the, of the, okay, you're here, but now you're here, which is just like a little bit extra. And it's like, my fucker, you, you've crossed that line. This is this is no longer entertaining for me. This is no longer fun for me. Um, I I'm not I, I like I'm like you. You can be you. You do you. Um, it's just this is this is where it's crossed the border because to me I, I grew up in a bar. I grew up in a bar. Like I'm talking 1995, smoke on the ceiling for the like so. So my my stepmom used to own a bar. Uh, it was it was a very aptly named bar. She got it bought out for a very, very large sum of money uh, by a uh, by a place that was like right next to her. And so I'm talking like every Tuesday night she would have like a pick or something like that, where like throughout the week you're like, oh, I want the number five and the number 22 or something like that. And she would do like a bingo where she'd draw two numbers and whoever was on the numbers would get a lottery, um, you know, like they'd win 50 percent of the, the money, the pool, the, the, the numbers pool. Uh, I think is what it's called, like a numbers pool. And that always drove me fucking insane because we'd show up for, for Tuesday night, we'd show up on Thursday, like we'd show up for Tuesday, Friday night, Saturday night, and if my dad was having a bad week, we'd, we'd show up for other days of the week, especially when he started dating my stepmom. And it was like, I don't really want to fucking be in a bar where like I can literally see a, a cloud of smoke. Like I'm talking, you're driving through, you know, like in the fall time where you see the mist that is covering the snow, like the, the low... You know, the the fog that you see that legitimately blinds you where you're like, I cannot see five feet in front of me, uh, you know, even with my high beams off. Like, it's it's very foggy. Like, I can literally smell the menthol and and shit like that. And I'm like, maybe that's why I have, you know, what I have, why I have athletic, what they call athletic-induced asthma. The harder I work out, the harder it is for me to breathe, which is really, really stupid in, in and of itself. But, like, I grew up in those bars, and, like, I hated what it did to people, you know? I I met people who were on their eighth and ninth DUIs and they were like serving, you know, two weeks, two weeks in jail. And they're like, Oh, it's whatever. And it's like, no. And and I hate that drinking is so socially acceptable. And it's weird because when you're watching it, when you're watching that video, they order shots. And he's like, Oh no, she ordered shots. And she's like, yeah, I got shots for both of both of us. And he takes a sip and he's like, ah, that's not my speed. That's not my smile. I don't like this hard alcohol. And he looks like he's the guy that nurses a beer or two for the evening. And it's really just ridiculous because she's like, that's fucking weird. And even the music cuts on the tape and you're like, the fuck is going on here? And it's like, yeah, that's just not his speed. He doesn't like to drink. So what? Like, I remember when I met Sarah and she's like, you don't drink to you. I was like, no, why? Drinking is stupid. It's dumb. And she's like, that's a big plus. I'm like, well, why? She's like, we're in Wisconsin. And like, even when I told Mark and Eric, like, it's funny because they're just like, you don't drink that super really out it was it's like yeah wh- why is it so weird why is it so weird why is it socially unacceptable for me not to want to drink it fucks you up it makes you look like a f- like an idiot many of the times and you get belligerent and stupid like i had a buddy by the name of brad i had a buddy by the name of brad who lived in this trailer who lived in my trailer park with me and this is the kind of guy that would get drunk all the time. He would text me. We'd like, we'd hang out at the bars and stuff like that. And like, he he would just, he'd sleep around in his girlfriend. And like, I couldn't be mad at him, but like, he'd get drunk. He'd come over and hang out with me. And I'd be like, Hey Brad, it's, it's probably time that you go to bed, my man. Like it's, you should probably go home to your wife, you know, like, and like his girl, like his, I'd call him, I call her his wife, but his wife, Danielle would text me and I'd be like, Brad, uh, I I text Danielle and i be like, I'll tell him to go home, but I can't make him leave. Like I've been yawning for the last five minutes. Like I'm like, hey man, you should probably head home, dude. And he's like, nah, I'm I'm not gonna go home. Like there was one time where like I I was like, hey man, I'm I'm actually kind of tired. I I'm, I got to go to bed. I got an early work day, you know. And Monday he's like, ah, pussy. I was like, whatever, dude. Just just drive to your trailer. You know what? Just watch your trailer. Be smart about it. He gets in his truck and drives off. Danielle texts me like 30 minutes later because I'm like playing video games in the dark. And she's like, hey, is Brad still with you? I was like, no, I told him I was going to bed like 30 minutes ago. And he just went off somewhere to to go hang out or whatever. And one of the times I remember, like, I got called out to a bar to go play pool with him. It's him and his new girlfriend, because obviously Danielle had broken up with him. But, like, it was him and his new girlfriend. They were fucking trashed. Like, I'm talking trashed hardcore. And, like, his girlfriend starts hitting on me while I drive back to my place, because I thought they were going back to his apartment. No, Brad wants to go to my apartment to continue the party. I'm like, Brad, I don't drink. The fuck do you want me to do with him? His girlfriend's hitting on me. She's almost passing out in the car, and she looks like she's going to get sick. Like, yeah, no, that's not a party to me, Brad, at all. That's that's not a party to me at all, 100%. 100%. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, so there's a, there's another one here. I like these segues that I'm getting into. These segues are, are beautiful. Uh, so there's a best of Redditor update because this is not a fun story, uh, but it's it, it's I'm not the OPP, but uh, found out I've been dating my father for almost four years or for four months. I'm sorry. I, I found out I've been dating my father for almost four months. Uh, so uh, going into it here, because there's many, many paragraphs and I don't I don't want to read um. Uh, throw away because I can never have anyone know uh, this happened to me. I still have no idea how to process it. Buckle up because it's it's a long one. So I've never met my dad. He ran off when my mom found out she was pregnant with with me. My brother was only eight months old at the time, and and so he also has no memory of him. There are no pictures of him anywhere, and my mom hates talking about him. All I know is that he was emotionally abusive to her and a real asshole. So I'm uh I a 25 year old oh no I apologize I a 25 year old male have a thing for older men. Call it daddy issues or a fetish or whatever you want, but I pretty much only date and sleep with men who are like 20 years older, uh, like 15 years older uh, than I am, 40 and up. My family doesn't know this or that I'm gay for that matter. It wouldn't be an issue. They just never ask, so we don't really share personal things like it. So about six months ago, I met David, uh, my dad. At a club. We hit it off great. He's in great shape for his age. He's supposedly 43, although it's a lie. He's actually 47, as I found out. Really attractive and charming. Um, I don't want to. uh... Okay, so where is it here? Uh, So long story short, my mom told me he was my father and that she instantly recognized him. That talk was the most dramatic experience in my life. We both started crying at some point and just wept for a while in the car. I was howling. It was fucking primal. I'm not usually emotional or prone to crying, so it was really shocking to me uh, just how much pain a person can feel. Most of it is just a blur now, especially compared to how clearly I remember every uh, every of her moment of the evening up to this. We drove home. I slept in my own bedroom. We haven't talked about it since, but my brother is also staying at our place. He, uh, he's a med student. And know something's up. Try. Uh, the worst part is, I think, despite all of this, I still love my dad. Uh, David, just writing that makes me want to throw up. I cannot believe this is reality. Like, how fucked is all this? Why did this happen to me? I don't even think I could tell my therapist about this. I tried messaging my dad, but I just don't know what to say. The last message the similar. literally just says, please call me. I love you. I sent right after he ran away. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and... Um, there. Um, however, I do not appreciate the countless people DMing me, asking me questions about my sex life. So, I will address this once and for all so y'all can stop. You fuck animals. You know who you are. Yes, we had sex. There we go. There we go. We got to the bottom of it. We got to the bottom of it. Uh, so, the fuck... So, like this is the one thing I want to say about this. Cause this is, this is, this is not, this is a very no bueno situation. Um, this is the one thing I was, I was always super, super worried about. Cause like I'm adopted, right? Like I'm adopted. Um, I found out like when I was 10 or 12 that I was adopted and, and it's, it's funny because like I have it, I have this. So my mom says I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Because like, I remember walking down the hall of, of my old house and it was really kind of funny because I just I, I clearly I almost clearly kind of remember this, that like my mom just goes, oh, yeah, by the way, Jared, you're adopted. And like that sparked a little bit of a conversation. And maybe it was just the, the sheer fact that my mom was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're adopted. And then we walked down the hall to look at my baby pictures and all that other fun stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm adopted. Um, maybe that was the dramatic shock. And that's why I feel like she was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're adopted. um. I always kind of had that fear that I would sleep with like my sister or my half sister or something like that. And then my my fears were were quelled very, very fast after the fact uh, that I would not have ever slept with with any of my stepsisters. Whoops, Uh, because my my one half. Yeah, my one half sister, um, she's a total idiot. Like I'm talking like she she uh, I'll put it to you this way. Her kid took a super soaker. Sprayed the super soaker on like 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 pump he pumped the super soaker, sprayed it directly into his mouth, gagged, uh, and was like, That's cool, and then did it again, and I'm like, That's that's your offspring. That's your offspring. You made that. Um, uh, that's an extension of you. And then apparently my other half sister is lesbian, which is really interesting. And then my half brother is uh my other half brother is well. He's the kind of person that you look at and instantly judge. Like I feel really bad saying that, because like the dude is the dude is chill. The dude was pretty cool. I liked the guy. I I thoroughly thought he was a cool guy. I enjoyed him. Um, I thought he was a a, a great person. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just funny that like because like I always had this fear of like I'm like all right, well who's your family? Where are they from? Because if they were from a certain town, I was like um you know like I always tried to trace the lineage or what have you. And just be like, oh, thank God, like, you're not, you know, you're not my half sister or something like that, because like that, that would have just been weird to be like banging my half sister and, and just been like, oh, like, yeah, let's go meet your mom. And then, you know, all of a sudden she's like, wait, Jared, I'm like, oh, hi. Like, what's up? You know, like, and, and so, you know, like I've always, I've always fantasized about like what, how awkward and fucking weird would that shit be? Just like, it sounds like it'd just be so weird and awkward and fucked up, but yeah, whatever. So yeah, that was just a, a no bueno of a situation there um and yeah I just i I don't know like i I just find these and I read them and I just I can't i like i I like to I like to watch them uh, and read them for the first time just to be like oh what's what's going on here what's uh what what's hip happening in here the the only things too that I don't like is that they're like it needs trigger warnings on here and it's like it, it's like your trigger warning it's like I found out I've been dating my father for almost four years um you, you can kind of tell what's going on from that. You know, you can kind of, you can kind of tell what's, what's, what's supposed to be hip happening here in, in this article. Uh, you, you don't need to worry. Like you don't need to put trigger warnings that, Hey, there's this, this and this in there. So I just, I think that's stupid because it's like, if you can't figure out from a title, found out I've been dating my father for almost four months. Uh, yeah. Unless like, unless you're, unless you're a very specific type of person within like two months, you're, you're doing something here. um, so I wanted to I wanted to talk to to you guys about something because it's something that irks irks my chain a little bit. So I'm I'm part of a group that I'm part of a group where you can look for people to join your podcast. Like I'm part of a, a group that you can you can talk to people and and get people out there and, and do some stuff. And I love the hypocrisy that comes across in in this in this in this in this post here. It says, looking for a chill friendly or dating podcast I'm a podcaster myself uh, they come out and say hey I'm here for being a chill uh, uh, hey I'm here for being a guest on a chill friendly or a dating podcast to explore and connect well with other demographic audience and different niche styles I'm planning and starting a new podcast soon and would be interested to get over other to get over other shows and start off with a launch promo and networking opportunities to help get some good connections with podcasts, podcasters and listeners. About me, I'm a pretty decent guy with a good job, side hustles that help me with my bills and investing skills that I can share with you that helped that has helped me gain a lot of respect in various fields. Very idealistic guy with things always on my mind for our new stuff and new things good at sports, making friends, commanding respect, being funny, and overall having a charming, uh, a charm personality. I guess that's enough for a descriptive intro about my work and what I can bring to the table. Would definitely love to hear from others. I also organize podcast meetups for podcasters and listeners. I've had two successful meetups and maybe would plan a third one after the response from this post. So first off, you're about me. I'm a pretty decent guy with a good job, side hustles that help me pay my, help me with my bills. That yeah, you know, I'm a pretty decent guy with a job, a good job, side hustles that help me with my bills and investing skills that I can share with you. It has also helped me gain a lot of respect in various fields. Very idealistic guy, with things always on my mind for new stuff and new things. Good at sports, making friends, commanding respect, being funny, and overall having a charming uh, and having a charm personality. Bro, that is one big ass long. That is that is basically a paragraph run on sentence. That is a paragraph. That is that is a run on paragraph. Um, it I, again, if you're a decent guy, what's a decent guy with a good job? Fuck is a good job. I don't know what a good job is. a, a good job to me is someone making sixty k a year or more depending upon where you live. Well, I live in, I live in Wisconsin where rent can be as low as like $300. So like 60 K could really go far. Um, but you know, like maybe, okay. In Houston or something like that, like 150 K or some nonsense, but like, okay, why do I, okay. You got some side hustles that help you with your bills. So apparently you don't have a good enough job because you have to have a side hustle that helps you with your bills. Uh, you invest. Sorry. you diamond hands. Are you HODL? You know, are you to the moon with GameStop skills that I can share with you? ...that has helped me gain a lot of respect in various fields. What fucking skills? Are you like a scientist? Are you a vet? Are you a dog trainer? Are you a bird whisperer? Are you good at planting corn? Like, can you grow ethanol? Very idealistic guy with things always on my mind for new stuff and new things. Okay. What kind of things? And again, what's an idealistic guy? Are you six foot, six inches, with six-figure income? Call me daddy. Fucking what? You're good at sports? What sports? Basketball is a very different sport than football. Football is a very different sport than American football. Cricket? I don't know about you, but cricket's another different sport. What, What fucking sport are you good at? Are you just good at all of them? Making friends. If you were good at making friends... If you were good at making friends and you've had two successful podcast meetups and a third one planned in in, in the interim for this, you wouldn't have to worry about asking to be on the podcast here. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised at that. Uh, commanding respect. So you're 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 trying to tell me you're an alpha male here. Um. You you you're bragging a lot about like like. You're asking to be on a dating podcast here, right? Like you're asking to be on a dating podcast, which tells me that you're about me is kind of like I'm single, I'm six foot, I make six figures, and I'm an alpha fucking male. That's that's what I read in there, and. You you remind me of one of the alpha males that, that goes to a, a Hooters and thinks that you're hot shit where the waitresses are giggling and laughing behind your back because she made a $20 tip make, thinking that you're into her. You gave her 20 bucks with your name on it and your phone number, and she just went and, went and gave it to her boyfriend to go let him buy his Xbox or her, her husband because she can make a fuck ton of money. You want to talk about a good fucking side hustle who's an alpha bitch, those, those women at Hooters? And I'm not using bitch as a derogatory term here. I'm using it as a, they're out there making their money. I know that side hustle. I know that. No, 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 no. I, I'm here for the wings. I'm here for this. Don't give me that. You're going to get a $15 tip as it is. You, you work hard for your money. Just bring me my food. Just be, I don't care. Be your normal self. If, if you've got RBF, resting bitch face, cool, great. Just be yourself. None of this peppy Hooters nonsense. I'd give you my sweat. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer you wore my... My feathers, my my Parrot Gaming Production sweater. Honestly, I would give you my sweater for the day to wear that around me instead of your tank top nonsense with your booty shorts. I don't care to see that. Give me a good sweater, a sweater, a ponytail that goes down to the small of your back or the middle of your back, and a nice good pair of comfy jeans. Oh, oh, you want to talk about smoking fucking hot? Sarah. Sarah. She doesn't have the super long hair, but she puts on sweaters. She puts on a nice pair of jeans and I am over the fucking moon. She wears band t-shirts like all the time too. And she's like, this is comfy. And I'm like, you're turning me on right now, honey. Um so whoops. Yeah. So god damn it, I keep hitting everything. I'm so good at hitting stuff. But yeah, like I'm I'm gonna ask him to be on my podcast. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit him up and, and I'm gonna ask him to be on here. And uh I'm gonna I'm gonna basically leave it open to hey bro, just fill it out. I mean, what you're, let me let me ask you some questions and I, I'm going to I'm going to have a I'm going to have a an in-depth conversation with him about shit. And, and I, I'd, I'd like to be wrong. I, I would absolutely I would absolutely like to be wrong. One hundred percent. I would love to be wrong. Absolutely. I'd love to be wrong. Uh, but I have a feeling there's not going to be. And uh, if he does suck, I'm just going to boot him off the call. And then take over it myself. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah. Like, I-, I love people that post shit like this where they're like, where they're just like, I want to be on a chill, friendly or dating podcast to explore and connect with de- different demographic audience and different niche styles. You're asking to be on three different kinds of podcasts, but you want to reach out to a different demographic audience and different niche styles. The f- like, what? Like, What? What is even going on here? Like you you I like I don't I don't get like what are you looking for? Like there there was a really great guy that I saw come on here. Um like where was it here? Yeah, like seeking LGBTQ hosts for TV film and podcast. Looking for music podcast to talk about my new EP uh with um and then I love this one. There's like, oh, would love to do a podcast or two like about what? There's fucking nothing there. Seeking pro wrestling. Um small time music discussion podcaster with various interests open to being a guest on other podcasts, you know, like I, uh, I want to talk about my sci-fi scripted podcast I made. Like, there are people at uh, anyone looking to chat with a physicist with a physicist or an engineer. Like these are people that are legitimately out there saying, Hey, look, this is what I'm good at. This is what I talk about. When you got people that leave it open about things, like, it's just like, okay, the f- like, what are we looking for? Like, what are we, what are we going for? Like, what are we, what are we trying to achieve here, fellas? Like, what are we trying to achieve here? So it, it, it usually kind of baffles my mind. Um, but one thing that I am trying to achieve here today is I want to get, uh, I want to, so Reverend Travis Clark, I want to free him from, uh, I want to free him from shit because this is coming from the Daily Mail here, this this was a great article. This was a great article I actually legitimately found today. Uh, so this is the headline: Louisiana class, uh, Louisiana Catholic priest, 37, is arrested for recording himself having a threesome with two dominatrices on a church altar. So Reverend Travis Clark, 37, was arrested on September 30th uh, after the alleged sex act. At his church, he allegedly had a threesome with two uh, with dominatrices, uh, a.k.a. dominatrixes, Mindy Dixon and Melissa Chang. The unholy trio was discovered by a passerby who noticed the lights at St. Peter's and the Roman Catholic Church were on after hours. They called the police after peering through the windows to see what was going on. Uh, Mindy Dixon, who is 41, and Melissa Chang uh, told the officers they were filming a, quote, role play with Clark. They were arrested on obscenity charges because they were in view of the public. Uh, after the arrest, Clark was ordained. Uh, after the arrest, Clark, who was ordained in 2013, was suspended from the archdiocese. But uh, Mindy Dixon is actually 41, and Melissa Chang was 23. Their dominatrixes. Uh, yes, please. Uh, I'm going to assume that uh, uh, who is this here? One of the girls that I'm looking at, Mindy is the one with a very dominant haircut. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Mindy is on the left. You can actually, if you literally just go ahead and Google Louisiana Catholic priest 37 is arrested, it's like one of the first articles that pops up. Mindy is is my kind of dominatrix. Like I hundred uh, percent. Melissa Chang looks like she was just kind of roped into it. She's more. It looks. She looks more soft of a dom out there. Uh, but literally, it's it's funny here because the witness who reported the incident to police said uh, Clark appeared to be recording the act. Uh, she basically noticed that uh, the lights were on in the church. It actually shows it. Like so. You actually like. There's it, there's there's a couple of painted glasses there. There's a, a doorway there. And what I'm guessing is that they saw the lights on. They were like, why is the church still open? Uh, You know, why is the church still on? Went in to peer, peered in to make sure everything was okay and then saw them. But like, if you look at the house, which uh, it's a a pretty good Google street view, like if you have to walk up to the window, if you, if you're walking by a place and you don't immediately notice people are fucking inside, that's none of your concern. If I have to walk up somewhere, look inside to be like, Hey, what's going on here? And that I see somebody that's a little fucked up. I think it's great that they did it on the altar. I think it's hilarious uh, because, like, he he thought he couldn't get away with it at his house. Was he married? Or like, I don't know why he felt to do it in the church. Uh, but I, I think maybe it's a kink that he had, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him uh, you know a little two thumbs up, five stars on it. But that is fucking hilarious. Um, uh, that, that that they got caught, and I think it's bullshit. Because you look at it from the street view, like, and I would I would love for that for like his his lawyer to like walk past and have the lights on in the middle of the night and show like the cops be like, no, look, this is what you have to do to get a even semi sort of decent fucking view out of it. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that it, it, it's bullshit. I, I think it, I, I applaud him for it. Uh, but Mindy Dixon, I would 100% hire her to be a, maid, a dom. Uh, Melissa, uh, maybe a little bit. She she seems a bit more softer. But Mindy, I think if I go, hey, I want XYZ, i Z, I'm going to get X Y Z and then some. Uh, so yeah. But I, I am going to uh, I'm gonna ask U uh, uh, L T Mofo is the is the guy here. I'm gonna ask him to be on the podcast. See what I can do for you for him, um, and and see what we can we can chat about. Uh, and then there's uh, another one here that I might uh, I might be interested to see what we got going on with some of the physicists or engineer. I think he might be a, he or she might be a very interesting, interesting mix. But I wanted to I know I leave on questions all the time. I know I leave on questions all the time. And there's a there's an interesting post here that says around 10 percent of Americans believe that they can win a fight with an elephant unarmed. Um, I do not 100 percent believe that. I, I I do not believe uh, I could beat an elephant. Um, so there there's a, a little source here from Statista, S T A T I S T A, survey of two thousand eighty two great uh, great uh, two thousand eighty two great uh, adults from Great Britain, uh, from the eighteenth to nineteenth of May twenty twenty one, and one thousand two hundred twenty four U.S. adults. Uh, conducted April 12th and 13th of 2021. Uh, The source is from YouGov, uh, I guess, here. It says, which animals could you beat in a fight? Uh, Which of the following animals do you think you could beat in a fight if you were unarmed? A rat, a house cat, a goose, a medium-sized dog, eagle, large dog, chimpanzee, king cobra, kangaroo, wolf, crocodile, gorilla, lion, elephant, or grizzly bear? Um so I'm just going to come around and say I, I could definitely, I, I'm going to actually go, I'm 50% confident I could beat a rat. Two reasons why. I have chased I have chased mice, I have chased rats, I have uh, chased the small little critters that sometimes can roam around places. And the only reason why I say I can't beat them is because I think it would end in a stalemate. But if it was like, we're in a cage, fight to the death, go for it. Uh, I, I have a 100% chance that I could beat a rat by basically, uh, capturing it, kicking it really, really hard and, and, and damaging it. If we're in like a, if we're in like a house or like an, if we're in a, in a, in a solo cage where there's no in, the only way in or out is being like given a rope to climb out. Uh, 100% I could beat a rat. 100% I could beat a house cat. Um, I'm going to go 80%. I could beat a goose. Um, 90% sure I could defeat a medium sized dog. I give myself a 50% chance I could beat an eagle, a, an eagle depending upon what kind of eagle. Um, the, the bigger ones I don't think I could beat, but like a, a bald eagle, I think I could take that in some unarmed combat. A chimpanzee, I am not winning that under any circumstances. There is no circumstance that I would ever go unarmed combat with a chimpanzee. I would go unarmed combat with a king cobra. I give myself about a 30% chance. Uh, if it was, if it was, uh, you know, if I was able to be quick enough, I give myself maybe a 10% chance I beat a kangaroo. I'm gonna go 50% of a chance with a wolf, because depending upon what environment we're in, I've been able to beat canine dogs. I've been able to beat canine dogs in in unarmed combat um, using uh, bite techniques as well as. Uh, th- it's if you guys have ever watched uh, Over the Hedge, the animated series. Um, Paw, not claw. I'll just say that. Uh, you, you take a, a dog on, or a, an animal that uses its claws to run, and you put them on a very slippery surface, uh, they're going to have a hard... If you pizza when you shoot a french fry, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, wolf, I, I give myself a 50% chance, depending upon the environment. A crocodile, um, I've seen videos to where you can turn a crocodile a crocodile docile. Um, I'm not going to 100% commit to yes, I could beat a crocodile, uh, but I would say again, depending upon prep time as well as the environment, I think I have a 25% chance to beat a crocodile. I have 0% chance to beat a gorilla, a lion, or an elephant. The elephant, depending upon the circumstances and a grizzly bear, I give myself maybe a, a 5% chance against an ele- I give myself a 5% chance against an elephant or a grizzly bear. Um, that that I could I could not win out there. So, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 the poll for the day. Let's see if we have any good. Um, uh, what is this? Oh, advice. Good. It took me to that. Um, let's see here. Let's see if there's any good advice. I'm gonna go ahead and pause the recording. And uh, a thing I learned not too long ago. I'm gonna pause the recording and see if I got. Uh, if i got uh, if i got any 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 good good arte cals to to if i've got any good articles to read i'll be i'll be un momento poor favor all right I think I'm back it looks like it's recording again all right well good 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 uh, so i got a good one here uh, It says neighbor stares at me from the window i flipped him off I feel real guilty don't. So my 55-year-old male neighbor has complained about me dancing in my top floor apartment. Rather than speaking to me, he went to the landlord. I complied with his request and stopped dancing. Uh, it says, even though he plays his guitar early in the morning, in a word, he does not like me. I have noticed him staring at me from his window. And uh, window when I leave our building today, I felt his eyes on my back. So I lifted my middle finger even without even looking behind to see if he was there. Well, when I turned around, lo and behold, he was staring – he was standing right at the window looking down at me. I told him, stop looking at me. That's effing creepy. I feel uh, – I feel I was very rude at the same time. I feel like he is a very – he is very micromanaging. And on my case, should I speak to him about it? Just ignore the middle finger interaction. Um, are you male or female? Are you a male or female? I should be asking, do you have male parts or if you have female parts? Uh, let's take a quick gander if I can't tell from your profile who it is you be. Who is it that you be? Uh, I'm going to go with your. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, you're a female. Uh, so what I would do if I were honestly you, uh, depending upon the window, is I would honestly sneak your phone into the corner of the, like when you feel him recording you, or if, when you feel him just staring at you, what you should do is go ahead and take out your camera, like go ahead and take out your camera, and just kind of like slide it onto the windowsill, right, and just hit record with video and try to get it in focus, like step away from step away from the window for a little bit and just go stand and do something in front of the window. What I like to do is I like to get naked. I like to get naked and I'll walk around my apartment naked uh, the front, like the front window, that's actually behind me. You can't, you, like, you, you can't really see in. You don't really see anything much uh, when you're looking in. But the back window, like, unless you're specifically looking at my back window for some reason, you're gonna see me naked. And again, if you're looking at my back window, it's probably for a reason. And if you see me naked, you see me naked. That's on you, bro. Um, but it's since you're a female grad student, stand, for, just get naked, just get naked, and hang out there for a second and like record to see if your neighbor is watching you and like, just get a bunch of clips of, of him watching you and just being a real big fucking creep. And then what you do is when he talks to the landlord about it, be like, dude, this guy just keeps staring in my window for no apparent reason. Like he's just watching me for no apparent reason. And that's why, like I say, you know, like just do something fully clothed, go ahead and make sure that, Oh, I got the eyes upon me watching hit, hit record on your camera make sure that you, you've got him in view where he's watching you, you know, zoom in just enough and then just get naked Just do something in front of your window for a good, good minute or two. Just kind of be there. Give him a good full view. And then when he's like, oh, it goes to your landlord and he's like, oh, she needs to stop being in the window naked. Just be like, he's just watching me. He's blatantly watching me, you know, like just do the dumbest stuff possible, because if, if your window is the way that my window is where it's like you're only looking at my window and trying to look in at me if you're trying to like you're only looking in that window. If you're like with with the church scene, you're only able to see if you really want to see or if that's what your intentions are. And if he's micromanaging you that much, I I almost wonder if you could call the cops to maybe to maybe get them for stalking you, because that's fucking creepy. Like, I'm not lying. I spy. I look at my neighbors every so often. I spy on their shit, but it's only when they're being weird and rambunctious. But that's what I would do. I just I do something so blatant and obvious to where it's just like, dude, you you. You, I know you're watching me. I know what you're doing here. You gotta fucking stop. You're being fucking creepy. This is ridiculous. Like, what do you want? Like, and and maybe maybe talk to your landlord about it. Maybe file a report with the police, especially like if your window is just blatantly easy and open to look at, and like he just spends his day watching you or some shit like that. Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely a hundred percent. Um, you know, if you can get video of him just watching you, like a fucking creep. Um, yeah, get get a get a get a Get a go restraining order on his ass. Let's see if we got any good ones. Any other good ones? Wasn't that hard to find this one. I need advice from Bratty Bunny. One two three. The what kind of Bratty Bunny are you? Um oh, okay, so you only posted this not too long ago. Uh my boyfriend doesn't allow me to wear a skirt when he's not around, and I kinda feel uncomfortable about it. I asked him why I can't wear a skirt, and he responds with things like, quote, why do you want other guys to look at you, end quote. And I, I explained that I don't. I just wear what makes me feel comfortable and uncomfortable. Uh, am I wrong? Um, yeah, that's an enormous red flag. It's a classic early abuser behavior. What he's going to start? Uh, what's he going to start controlling next? I would, yeah, I love this. I'd break up with him. I believe that he is now your ex-boyfriend. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, yeah, uh, the the quote, break up with him. He doesn't get to control what you wear. He doesn't get to accuse you of dressing for attention. And on top of that, he all but admitted he lusts after gr- girls wearing skirts. Uh, Brady Bunny says, I told him about this, and he said the modern world is fucked up, and I'm just a very traditional guy. You know what? You know what? Let's, uh, let's go ahead and see if I can... Whoa. Ah, no, that's that. Nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to invite them on for a last second. I should have. I should probably had this uh, prepped and ready. But yeah, uh, I'd say that is your ex boyfriend, 100%. That is your your new ex boyfriend. Um, I my girlfriend tells me I can't wear my kilt. She thinks it's well. She doesn't say I I can't wear it. But she says that it's super unprofessional. It's weird, and she doesn't understand it. She's still with me for seven months. I don't. I mean, I don't wear my kilt as often as I used to when I go out and about. But I wear my kilt. I, I wear my kilt, and it's uh, you know. She's just she rolls her eyes at it, and she thinks it's goofy. But she doesn't go. You can't wear that kilt. Uh, you know, like I can't wear my kilt to my Christmas party. I, I can't do that because that would be, that that's a little above and beyond because it's her Christmas party like that. But yeah yeah so i I'd, I'd, I'd honestly say that it's it's your ex-boyfriend, so that's uh that's what I would say here. uh oh here um, men who grew up in a single mom household. I'm a single mom of a young boy who doesn't have a father figure in his life, and I want to know if there's anything important or vital you think I should teach of supporting him in growing up. I know I am unable to fill the role of a father, but I would love some advice and what I could do to help fill the void of one. Is there anything? you wish your mom had taught you. Um, yeah. Like the one thing that I I'm glad, so this, this is kind of a, a two parter here. Um, so I, I, I hate to use this example. I, I really do hate to use this example because I think, I think it's kind of a bad example, um, but it's, it's my example. So when my parents divorced, I was, I, I think my parents were divorced for a couple of years and I was in a single mom household with my dad and I, I kind of learned two very different ways. From my dad, I learned self-sustainability. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, he was a very resilient man. There were a lot of things that he went through. Um, it, it, growing up with – divorced with three kids on a, on a salary uh, in – I'll put it to you this way. My dad had the three of us, as we were kind of going through our teenage stages, on – a salary that basically was in a market that was kind of crashing. Um, it's it's one of those it's one of those markets that's more or less dependent upon wear and tear of items as well as outside factors. Like if, um, well, you know, it, 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 the the world is big enough. He's a plumber, right? He's a plumber, or he was a plumber. And when you have warm winters, that's not good for business. Cold. Frigid winters are really, really great for business as well as a booming housing market because new houses need good plumbing. You know, people who are buying houses need plumbing fixed as well as if the cold fucks with plumbing, you you have to be able to fix it. Um, and you, you definitely try to fix things so that way they work completely and longer. But if you're the kind of person that if you fix an item and you haven't had a problem with it in years and it holds up really, really well, you're going to continuously hire that one person to, to continue to do things. And when we had a number of very warm winters, as well, too, as, um, you know, uh, a lot of plumbing is is not in demand. Raising three teenage boys can be very, very hard for you. My dad taught me a lot of resilience. My dad, 110% me, 110% taught me resilience. Um, my stepdad, uh, who's a salesman, which is probably where I get it from, uh, and his way with words and how he... Talk to me about things and how he teaches me things. And I think I get my long windedness from G. I love you, G. Uh, But, uh, you know, I get the salesman side of him. But the one thing that my mom taught me is that you got to be okay with the way a man treats you. And, like, she kind of set the guidelines. Uh, G, he was a, uh, that's his nickname, G. Uh, He was, he was, uh, he, like, when my mom picked him, you know, he was, He was very upfront. He was very open. He was very honest about things. He, you know, he, he kind of had that mentality to where this is, this is how you act like a man, you know? And, and my dad, I love him to death, but growing up in a bar doesn't do much for you when your kind of personality is drinking, smoking, and watching the Packers play, play games and stuff. And yeah, you're a great plumber, but like, I remember a lot of bars and a lot of beer and a lot of cigarettes and a lot of broken promises. That's, that's a lot of what I remember in my childhood. And I remember, you know, my mom never brought men around. She, she never brought somebody around that she wasn't serious about. I don't even think I remember her dating anybody other than G. I think he may have potentially been one of the few men that she did date. Cause I very, very re- rarely remember my mom um, talking about anybody else or going on many other dates all of a sudden I know that there's a new guy I meet him and then they're getting married and it was a it was a very hard day in my life which I regret that it was a hard day because it should have been a celebratory day but um, I, I I don't I, I think as, as a as a single mom the thing that I think you should teach your son is how to treat women because the men in your life, The men that you bring around, they're going to be the ones that that your son idolizes. You know, that he's going to he's going to take if he doesn't have a father figure, he's going to take them and he's going to he's going to learn. He's definitely going to learn about it. So I I think that if you can set a good example for the type of men that that the type of man that he should be, he's going to turn out just fine. Absolutely just fine. Absolutely. So, Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and fire off two emails here, uh, because I'm gonna see if I cannot. I'm gonna see if I can't talk to a physicist, or we're gonna to talk to uh, Altmofo here uh, about being an alpha male and commanding respect and, and all this other bullshit here. Uh, so, as as the great Marky Marcus said, I need intro music and I need outro music. So. There you go, buddy.